What's up, guys? Welcome to the first episode of the Conspiracy Beardist Podcast. Uh, your home for the paranormal, conspiracies, and weird shit that goes on in this world. Um, this episode, I'm going to dive into the Skinwalker Ranch, um, considered by a lot of people to be one of the weirdest places in the world. Um, yeah, everything from UFOs to ghosts to portals and monsters. Um, so for those of you who don't know what Skinwalker Ranch is, um, or where it is, it's a 500 acre ranch located in Northeast Utah in the Uinta Basin. Um, the nearest landmark would be Bottle Hollow Reservoir. Um, so the ranch itself was owned by Ken and Edith Meyer, um, who bought the property in the thirties, um, and it looks like Ken died in around 1980, and uh, Edith lived there until about 1987. Um, there's no actual accounts of them seeing anything weird on the property. Um, but, yeah, they're, the local tribal accounts, um, the stories of spirits, ghosts haunting the area that go back for generations... Um, so intense that they said to some of the tribal members established a wage pool based on the length of time the new owners would live in the ranch before they moved. Um, so in 94, the ranch was bought by Terry and Gwen Sherman, who remodeled it and moved in with their two children. Um, they did have questions of why the property remained vacant for so long. And there was a lot of curiosity of the number of deadbolt locks supposedly found throughout the house. Not only were these locks said to have been placed in the inside of every door, but also to the inside of a door to a closet located in the center hallway. Um, which is weird, but you don't know, maybe it was a uh, pantry and um, Edith wanted to keep the kids out of there. Maybe she ran a tight ship, I don't know. You know, your your monkey, your circus. So, um, shortly after moving in, uh, the Shermans um, started witnessing and um, just weird stuff started happening with them. Um, so, the first one, which is probably the most famous, uh, which a lot of people probably already know, um, was a couple of days after they moved in, um, they... We're moving in, and it says that Terry and his son saw a wolf, almost the size of their car, which is scary as shit, calmly approach them. And the thing was calm and friendly, which this part doesn't make sense. They thought it was someone's pet, and even Terry even patted it on the head and shoot it away. Okay, if it's a, if a giant wolf the size of your car is walking towards you like your first instinct is to either get a gun or just run i don't know why terry thought he thought it was a pet who'd have who's got a pet wolf the size of your car it's crazy shit i've ever heard um so the wolf then walked away calmly after terry shoot it um and then it went after one of their young cows on the nose grabbed it on the nose tried dragging it away Terry had a shotgun with him, apparently. 
started to shoot at it. Um, it says he was an excellent marksman. Yeah, sure. And was at the time in close range, but it said that the shotgun did nothing to the wolf. Um, maybe stunned it. Um, maybe annoyed it. I don't know. Um, which it's weird because I've heard two different, two a couple different versions of this story that they grabbed a three fifty seven, then they grabbed a thirty out six and shot it. Um, but whatever they shot it with something. And then the two followed the wolf only to see that the, the wolf and its tracks appear to have just vanished. Um, when, people, when researchers asked the Shermans to point out what wolf it looked like, it closely resembled, um, apparently they pointed to a picture of a dire wolf, which has said to have been extinct for over 10,000 years. And... Wolves haven't been seen in Utah for decades. Um, yeah, so that's crazy. And I don't know, still going back, why they would try to pet it is weird. But um, other things that have been seen there is strange lights, strange voices, UFO sightings, um... So let's jump into the first UFO sighting. The first incident was witnessed by Terry and his son, and it consisted of two voices that seemed to materialize from about 25 feet above their heads. The voices were described as having a conversation, though in no language that either of the Shermans recognized. Um, after that, multiple appearances of unidentified crafts one of which was seen by Gwen alone, and the second was seen by both Terry and Gwen. So in both instances, the craft appeared to be man by a figure that was too big and too tall to be a human, they claim. And they also said that they in the craft, they seen a figure over seven feet tall exit the craft, actually. Um, other sightings occurred over the following months were generally characterized as small box-like craft, a forty foot a forty foot long object and a football field sized ship were also seen um with weird colors coming from them and yeah, I don't know after that I would say it's time to get the f out of here um which i I don't know why they would just stay there and just say, oh yeah, we see all this craft and and uh, weird stuff going on and that oh yeah, that's cool let's just stay here and see what's going on um so yeah they everything gets weird from there so like the the stuff that they seen was you know more than just you know wolves and ufos um so i'm gonna go through some of the uh entities quote unquote that uh they've seen um throughout so the first one is called the spotlight and it's a a single spotlight, similar to a motorcycle, travels, travels about 10 to 40 miles an hour, typically hovering around eight feet from the ground. Um, sometimes it's seen with a red taillight behind it. it sounds like a, like a flying um, dirt bike or something, or um, they describe it as a, like a flying refrigerator, which uh, kind of sounds awesome if you have a flying refrigerator. Uh, Please email me and, uh, yeah, 
we'll see how much you want for it. Uh, so the other ones that we've seen um, are called flash drones. And it's like a sphere-like ball of light that appears bluish to a yellow-green color. Um, the light cast is not extremely bright, but will cast light onto objects immediately surrounding the orb. Typically, there is more than one orb. Um, the ability to hover and make no noise. They appear to have no physical shape. But if you're seeing it's an orb, wouldn't that be a shape? Whatever. Um, so yeah, the so the function of these they're saying is they're these flash drones are intelligent and purposeful, like in nature, and the suspect that they are some sort of transportation vehicle for another intelligence or drones for this intelligence to see what's going on. Um, Okay, I mean, you've seen it, you've seen it, right, man? Um, but, uh, so another one that they saw, that people have seen, um, is called the Invisible Chopper. Heard coming from the south and flying to the north. Sounds like it's about 50 feet above them, and the noise sound like a large helicopter-like blade slowly rotating around them. Um... And then apparently nothing can be seen, no smell, um, but they say it sounds large. Um, so the other one that people have seen um, is called the Mini Stealth. Described as a miniature version of the Stealth Fighter, similar to the Stealth Fighter in shape, but roughly about eight feet by six feet. Um, goes extremely fast, black in color, and no exhaust fumes can be seen. Um, typically flies over the heads of witnesses, flies from the south to the north of the ranch and surrounding the property. Um, that's kind of weird that they know whatever, that it uh, goes from the north to the south, but, or south of north, but whatever. Um, so the other one is, well, the one that we just went through, the bulletproof wolf. Um, Appears to be, you know, a just a giant ass wolf, a dire wolf, um, and it's usually it's usually or may travel with the flash drones and manifest from from one of them, as seen by two researchers, which is crazy. If I saw these two like orbs of light come in, and then all of a sudden a huge ass wolf comes out, um, yeah. I'm done, you know? I, I mean, I guess that's what you signed up for, but uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever is clever for you. Um, so uh, the other one we talked about too is the people speaking. Um, it sounds like two adult males speaking to one another in an unknown language um, that happened to Terry and the son. So you can't see that a bunch of people have seen that, so. So the other weird shit that they've seen on there, this one's called the Traveler, an ancient looking native man dressed in primitive attire. He and his tribe once lived on Skinwalker Ridge Cliffs and Upper Canyons just north. Well, how do you, how do you know that? Uh, how do you know that this guy, did you talk to this guy? Um, he, he is sometimes seen at times as flesh and blood, but also, he can be seen like he's not, like he doesn't 
belong in this timeline. He's almost like translucent. Um, he's known to initiate communication with those who seek his audience by accepting their offers on the property, which is weird, like how you know this stuff. I want to talk to the guys that know this stuff and uh, like, what do they offer him? Um, I don't know. This all comes from um, skinwalkerranch.org. Um, so the other one that they've seen on there, one of the entities is called the dark one described by both past and present residents of the ranch, um, witnessed by researchers who have seen him just come out of nowhere. Um, he seems to be very out of place. Well, yeah, no shit. Um, and the, the picture they have here is just a guy with like an animal skin on his back. Um, he's described as male, always being alone, and appears to be primitive Native American, possible Fremont or Pueblo, possible Aztec in origin. He doesn't speak. Well, how do you know he's Pueblo or Aztec if he doesn't say anything to you? Um, seems weird too. But also, I mean, he sounds like the other guy, just seems to be not, maybe it's the same guy, maybe this one he just has an animal skin on his back, I don't know. Um, the other one is called uh, The Little Girl. So it's, people have heard a disembodied voice of a little girl who has been heard by several investigators. Um, the voice described as adolescent female speaking to herself or to witnesses. Voice is extremely soft and difficult to hear. Um, they don't know her background. Like, I don't think anyone know. How would you know her background? Um, so the other one, there's a, there's a decent amount here, guys. And okay, so the other weird stuff that they see are called firefly sprites. So tiny balls of light with bluish would seem to spawn from the ground and flow upward. Um, similar in appearance to seeing stars. Uh, maybe they're just seeing stars. I don't know. It seems weird to say the two, but okay. So the another one is called Water Babies, which I was trying to read more to this, and I'm sure you can find more online. I just didn't have time. Um, but um, so it just sounded weird, Water Babies. So they're known by the local Ute natives as, I'm probably going to say this wrong, Pawapix. So... They're commonly inhab inhabitants from the surrounding waterways. They can be recognized by their vocalization, which mimic the sound of a crying human baby. Um, and then once the people get curious about it, they go to investigate, and then he or she is dragged underwater to be drowned by the water baby. Um, the creature is said to have, have it, is said to have a humanoid form, long dark hair, also the size of a small child that sounds terrifying um and how is this little baby gonna drown you i mean if you're you know a full-grown man or woman like i don't think a little baby's gonna drown you but still um pretty fucking scary to think about this thing um what are the also one of the things that's also happened there they call it angel singing it's a very rare but it's when a male and female witness both past and present have heard the sounds of a chorus of angels singing. So a possible explanation, they're saying it's AI reproducing the sounds of angels to calm the witness. 
A, it says the AI have detected prayers like from witnesses and manifested them in audible form. So they're saying just basically couldn't get them calm before what? They take them away in order the uh, refrigerator UFOs. Um, so the next one is called Glowbirds. So it reminds the investigators of a flock of red glowing birds may actually be birds with an odd bioluminescent property, um, which I don't think anything like that exists, but I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Um, and it may also be a large grouping of the small red orbs typically seen around tops of trees. Um, man, it says that maybe, there may be a, uh, something in nature that can explain this, but, um, yeah, they says they're never interactive with people. So, I don't know. This sounds kind of cool to see. I want to see some glow birds. Get a couple of those, put them in a cage, show them off at parties. Um, the other one is called, the next one is called the orange football. Traditional UFO, like in shape, but it's metallic and has never been observed. Yet, wait, it says a traditional UFO-like shape, yet a metallic surface has never been observed. Oh, okay. So it appears to be about 15 by 10 feet um, in the shape of a football. And it's like an orange glowing ball of plasma um, with like red flames coming out the back of it. Um, they're saying it's another, it's a possible vehicle um, and appears to have in, intelligent properties and is manned by someone um that i don't know this sounds i don't know this whole place sounds crazy like i, I mean i want to go there but like i also don't like it i don't i want to see some of this stuff um but the water babies i don't know that one kind of scares me um this one kind of scares me too this next one is called the sentient mist so it's described by researchers as basically like electricity, but it, the entity is completely black in color and takes the form of thick smoke. Smoke is described like disembodied skin of a black electrified energy that possesses an intellect. Um, and it says that it can be seen with these, those flash drones back of the flash drones again um but whatever is going on out here is it sounds all nuts to me um so we'll get into the next couple ones in a minute um take a quick break and yeah i will uh, be back thanks all right guys welcome back um so the weird stuff that they see on this ranch so the next one is called the portal in 2012 while on a property to the north of the ranch someone first seen a, a portal it's basically it's been described as a window to another dimension um the bright light that it shows may be the result of daylight in the other dimension or whatever this thing is located on the other side of 
Um, people have saying that the orange portals emit living creatures and the blue portals allow vehicles to pass. So there's a orange and a blue one? I don't know, man. Some of them have seen stuff come out of them that's the craziest shit I've ever heard. I know I watched, so I watched the movie, um, The Hunt for the Skinwalker by German Corbell, um, which was great. It, um, it was him, it was based, loosely based off of uh, George Knapp's book, The Hunt for the Skinwalker. Um, and so George Knapp, um, a researcher, he did all this um, research for the property and um so in the movie they have accounts of the researchers that were out there um and one of them said that the and one of these portals an eight foot tall creature um that had a black head no neck um like grabbed the outside of this portal and walked out of it and these are like scientists like it for these guys to see this stuff has got to be mind-blowing to me. Um, you know, just seeing one thing out there is crazy to me. But, like, these guys have seen all this stuff. Um, it's nuts. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, this place is definitely weird. And, you know, it's it's crazy that a place like this exists in this world. But, you know, I... You could chalk it up to whatever you want, whatever you believe. I don't know. But, um, so the last entity, they called the Night Whistler. And there's been numerous accounts, you know, by people on the ranch and neighbors around. Um, only occurs at night when it sounds like a male whistling. Long note with breaks in between. Um, yeah, the, I don't know. I guess that could just be like a dude out there doing it with just whistling and they don't know um but i know the one the other one that i read about is the quote-unquote they call it the invisible entity um so the best way to describe it is if you ever seen the movie predator um so in the movie you know schwarzenegger goes to the jungle to you know get these people out of there and um there's a an alien hunter out there, the Predator, um, which is a great movie. Um, and so the best way to describe this is that is what they say. It's, you know, small, like it's got camouflage armor um, that they're, renders them invisible. And um, you can see like small flickers, like almost like, uh, you know, you see like exhaust fumes or, you know, like, you know, gas coming out when it sees some weird little, you know, invisible stuff. Um, so it has this technology i don't know they are saying that it's either from another dimension or you know it's extraterrestrial i don't know um so oh i guess one run-in this guy came to the ranch and asked them and i don't know if this is with the shermans i'm assuming it is um he asked them if they could meditate and he had a run-in with this predator-like creature so apparently this guy sat down to meditate and then yeah one of the one of the shrimpins noticed the predator approaching um the meditating man stayed there with his eyes closed and apparently this thing just 
takes off. Like it came from the tree line and I don't know how many yards it was away, but apparently it just like takes off at, you know, faster than any human could ever run. Um, they're saying like cheetah speed. Um, and then it just gets in inches of this guy's face and just lets out this huge, scary roar. Um, the man opens his eyes and sees this freaking thing, predator, camouflage in front of him. And um, apparently the guy just ran and never returned. And then they saw the thing just take off back to the woods. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I don't know why they was, if someone came up, if I owned a ranch and someone just came up and said, oh, hey, huh, can I meditate? Uh, I'd be like, uh, don't get the hell off my property, but whatever. Um, so the entities that I was describing that, you know, seen by the Shermans, but also, so the Shermans moved there in 94 and, you know, they could only last there two years. So, um, this man, Robert Bigelow bought it in 96 and owned it from 96 to 2016. Um, Bigelow, you know, the owner of Bigelow Aerospace, um, it's, he, he had a big, he had a big interest in UFOs and all this weird stuff. So yeah, why wouldn't you buy this, this ranch? And apparently they did a lot of investigation out there. And, um, that's, you know, the movie, The Hunt for the Skinwalker is, you know, the times when Bigelow earned, owned it. And, um, he, yeah, apparently did all these crazy, uh, you know, they had cameras out there, they had motion detectors, they had all this crap, and apparently they, you know, recorded a lot of crazy shit. Um, one of them was that, like, the, they were looking for these bulls, um, they had these four, like, prize bulls, and they couldn't find them, and they went to go look, and they found them all four in this trailer, just standing there like almost like days and someone yelled and you know these bulls like almost like got out of their like trance and just went like apeshit crazy and they're saying you know i'm not a farmer but they're saying that just to get one of these bulls in this trailer would be you know hard enough let alone to get four of them in there um but what a lot of people don't say you know i've heard these this story on a lot of podcasts before um and was weird to me is a lot of people don't say this, but at, after that they did like tests on like the steel fence by there and the whole fence was magnetized, which is super, super weird to me. Um, but yeah, it sounds like in this whole area, you know, not just Skinwalker Ranch, but in this area, um, around this area, there, apparently there's been sightings of UFOs uh, going back to, you know, like the 30s and people seeing weird stuff. Um, it's by this place called... So they're saying that the Skinwalker Ranch, they call it the in the path of the Skinwalker. And near there is a place called Dark Canyon that apparently is the lair of the Skinwalker, which not a whole lot of stories on that. Um, I tried to look into that. and But, you know, I did find some some people around the area, uh, people local to the area, um, that, um, had some weird stories too. So this guy, um, is from alteredimensions.net. 
So this guy says when he was 12, he was heading down to Ramlet for bear dance with his father, mother, and brother. So they said they got past the police department and across the firing range, his dad stopped and drove backwards. And him and his brother were in the back of the pickup truck, tapped on the window, you know, see what's going on. And they looked up and they said they saw a bunch of monkeys, like a lot of them just running up the hill after them. And so what was weird was they saw it in broad daylight and they got back and they asked her dad, like, did you see that too? And he said, yeah, monkeys. And I, <laughs> you see, well, obviously monkeys aren't native to Utah. So like what, how in the hell they see this stuff? It, like it, that's so weird. Like, I, I don't know. I, the first time I see that, I, why wouldn't you call people or try to get some investigation going? I mean, I believe the guy. He's saying it. But it's just a weird story that goes around in this area. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just nuts to me. Um, a couple other stories. He said that um, he went to go visit his brother him and his son and this is a 2004 and they they were in the bedroom talking his niece was talking loud in the next room and his brother ran into the room and said do you know how to use a gun and the guy's like hell yeah i know how to use a gun and so i was like the guy said what's going on and um he said that something tall and dark was out there and then his daughter had seen it at the corner of the house and they went out there nothing going on um and then the next morning you know they were talking about it said he was half asleep and then the door in in the room that they were in banged shut real loud and he went to go check and everyone else was asleep but he's saying later that same night his son was playing a violin outside in the porch and uh he said he heard loud breathing around the corner um he thought it was one of the horses snorting. Um, so he quit playing, but he said he just kept hearing it, kept hearing it, and had a weird, weird feeling and you know, went inside, which, you know, whatever. Like it could have been a horse. You never know. Um, and then another story he had was, you know, they were going to an apartment building, and they saw these kids come running and crying, and, uh, you know, they asked him what's going on, and... Um, they said that, that these kids were confronted by this huge thing, not a person, but it was just standing there in the playground. It had a heavy coat on and a hat and bulging eyes. And uh, he said he knew it was real because the kid said it, but you know, sometimes kids lie. And uh, yeah, I, you know, reading all this stuff, get you can go into these weird, like deep down rabbit holes and it's, you know, some of the other stuff that I didn't touch on, you know, which was a lot of cattle mutilation out there, um, you know, but I tried to find stories and, you know, accounts of weird things that people don't really talk about. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts on this and I just tried to, you know, dive in a little deeper to, you know, stories that people maybe have never heard. Um, you know, in this area, there's, you know, a lot of Native Americans and um, they believe in these, you know, skinwalkers, you know, which 
a skinwalker to them is, you know, a basically like a native witch and the they use their, you know, witchcraft for evil and apparently to become one of these skinwalkers is you have to kill a sibling or a family member and, you know, stories of skinwalkers go back, you know, far, far in their tradition. So, you know, they, they believe in these things, you know, and people... You know, they could say it's bullshit or whatever, but, you know, if a whole group of these people, t you know, believe in it and they don't talk about it, because apparently it's like Skinwalker Fight Club. Like, you can't, you can't talk about, if you're in Skinwalker Fight Club, you can't talk about Skinwalker Fight Club. Um, apparently, if they talk to uh, Native Americans and talk to, you know, the white people, white men about it, then a Skinwalker can, you know, come to them and, you know, do harm on them, which, yes, it's weird, you know, but it's in, it's in their culture, it's in their beliefs, and, you know, who am I to knock on that, you know, I, I believe them, if, if they believe it, then, then, yeah, I can't say that it doesn't exist, because I've, you know, I've never seen anything like this, um, the, Last one that they seen on Skinwalker Ranch too it was kind of weird. There wasn't a whole lot of information on this, but it was humanoid aliens who have been at the ranch and showed ranchers this this box. Um, but apparently, like, there's a Bigfoot out there, and if when Bigfoot touched the box, he just died. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of information on that, but which kind of goes back into that weird, you know, people believe that, like, Bigfoot is a interdimensional, you know, creature, which, I don't know, maybe it's one of their drones. Maybe that's why we never find Bigfoot. Maybe he jumps into one of these fucking portals and goes back to Bigfoot land. I, I don't know. It's, you know, to me, this stuff sounds so fantastical, but also, like, you know, I'm sure there's stuff that I believe in that, you know, people think is fantastical too, but... You know, all these accounts of people saying all these crazy-ass stories. And, you know, they really don't have any explanation for any of it. It's, it's, it's weird that, you know, all these stories come from this same area. You know, especially, like, on this ranch. Um, and, you know, people want to be in the ranch. And you can't just go to the ranch. You know what I mean? It's... After Bigelow sold it in 2016 uh, to Brandon Fugel, who was actually the owner um, of Caldwell Banker, and just he's really interested in this stuff, and you know he's a billionaire, and uh, they got a show on it now on the History Channel. Um, I've seen a couple episodes; it's a good show. You know they haven't seen a whole lot of stuff. They've seen a couple UFOs and stuff. Um, no really information on where it comes from or you know, how it's made, and there's, uh, I don't know, it's all weird to me, um, to get into, you know, like, explanations about it, um, this doctor, he says, during the Manhattan Project, a few hundred miles away at the Nevada test site, there were above ground and nuclear tests, dust particles flew around with the air currents and blew them all over the basin where Skinwalker Ranch is. This is back in the 50s. So he says it's highly likely that radioactive fallout fell on this ranch and 
some of it should still be there today. So he's saying it's possible that exposure to radioactive fallout could cause people to have strange symptoms or hallucinations and see, hear, and even do things that might seem weird. Um, he suggests that digging on the ranch determined how much radiation the land holds, but he's saying, you know, bad, bad stuff has also happened there. When you dig, they say apparently one of the one of the stipulations when the Shermans moved in was you know the old owners told them you know not to dig, which is um, which is weird. Which why like it's your property, dude. You can dig wherever you want. Well, why wouldn't you dig there? Um, you know, so all these things going on out here is. No, flying refrigerators, man. Going back to that, like, I want a flying refrigerator. That shit would be awesome. Like, it still kept stuff cold. Like, have some snacks in there or, you know, put a put a sub put a sub sandwich in there and maybe a couple Coors Light, you know, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, man. Whatever's clever. I would be all about that shit. And then that sounds delicious right now. Um, a couple other explanations that I've heard go on and, you know, this one kind of sounded, you know, the most, I don't know, it's, it's weird, but it's, it, it makes sense to me. Um, so it's called the dark forest theory. So they're saying that the universe is a dark forest. Every civilization is an armed hunter stalked through the trees like a ghost, gently pushing back aside branches that block the path and trying to tread without sound. Even breathing is done with care. The hunter has to be careful because everywhere in the forest are stealthy hunters like him. If he finds another life, another hunter, angel, or demon, a delicate infant trying to totter an old man, a fairy, or a demigod, there's only one thing he can do, open fire and eliminate them. So this dark forest theory is, you know, basically, yeah, that these things are out there and you know whether they be from other dimensions or whether they be you know from different planets or whether they be you know from this earth you know they they're saying they don't know but they're saying like once that they're approached by this or you know once something is found out then yeah like human instinct and you know it's start shooting you see a predator the was what Donald Schwarzenegger start doing you know he called him an ugly motherfucker and he, he opened up with his M16. So, you know, that's, it's just getting to, getting into this, diving down this deep, this rabbit hole with this. There's so much stuff that you could go into with this. You know, you could go into, you know, like a government, you know, site out there. Uh, those dumbs, uh, the deep underground military bases, um, you know, we and, you know, Dark Canyon is huge, huge, like 45,000 acres or something. Like, yeah, there could be, I don't know, they put military sites out in the middle of freaking nowhere, um, you know, and, you know, maybe they're doing tests out there and who knows, maybe this predator, predator thing they see out there is just, you know, a government guy. He's got some new kind of crazy camouflage suit on, you know, which goes into you know, like cloaking technology and like Glimmerman, like, I know it sounds weird, but if you just Google Glimmerman and, you know, not the movie of Steven Skull, but just Glimmerman, like entities, like people have seen these weird 
camouflage things around the world. And, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that if you ever see this, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would probably run the other way, but that's just me. Um, I think, what I think is that there's, there's a lot of stuff in this world that we cannot explain, you know, um, you know, UFOs, you know, weird monsters in the woods, you know, crazy stuff like that. Like, but I mean, even now, like 2017, the Pentagon, you know, released that they actually had a study that they were studying, you know, UFOs and it, it it's crazy. And it all kind of comes back because, um, coming back to this it's weird because the pentagon so the pentagon of 2017 had confirmed that 22 million dollars went to this program to investigate ufos um it was called the advanced aviation threat identification program atip and it was created to investigate you know ufos so they they said yeah you know since 2007 we've had this and um so one of the lawmakers harry reed was atip's catalyst and he had over 20 million dollars to the defense program's budget which robert bigelow his aerospace company secured many of these early programs uh, contracts so while he owned skinwalker ranch so you're telling me that Bigelow gets these contracts because his buddy kind of pushes him his way that some of this government money actually went into potentially Skinwalker Ranch. That's, you know, basically that's what they're saying. Um, and yeah, so I mean, that's our, that's our government putting $22 million into this program, which, you know, goes to Bigelow, which they knew owned Skinwalker Ranch. You know, it's, $22 million, I mean, it's a lot to you and me, but, you know, in the government standpoint, they have, you know, basically unlimited funding. So, um, you know, stuff that they've seen when Bigelow owned it, there was some stuff, I don't think all of it's come out. I think Jeremy Corbell's got a lot more that he wants to push out, um, but he's kind of, he's, he's more into like UFOs than he is you know, like Bigfoot and, you know, these weird creatures and portals out there. I could be wrong, but this is what I kind of get from it, um, which is cool. You know, like I, I think more go like looking at these portals and these monsters would be cooler, but you know, maybe there's a lot more to do. Like you get a lot more information <clears throat> when you're <clears throat> investigating these UFOs, <clears throat> but excuse me. Um, so yeah, I mean it's, I, I the the movie Hunt for the Skinwalker was good. It was very it was entertaining. It was you know it had information on it that I never knew about it. Um, you know I've known about Skinwalker Ranch for a while, but I've never really like really dug into it until now. And um, they had some crazy videos on there. Um, you know they had some crazy accounts on there. They had this video of like all of a sudden like they had the camera out in the desert and all of a sudden there's like these two like silhouettes 
that they said to, you know, they look like the, the Twin Towers, like out, out in the middle of the desert and they just appear and then disappear. You know, I'm sure you could find that on YouTube. Um, one of the caretakers out there says he saw a UFO or an orb, you know, coming over the top of the trees to just like slice the top of these trees. Like it, you know, all of a sudden there's perfect and just slice right through them, which, you know, it's crazy to think, but this dude saying he saw it and, you know, and all these other people have seen this crazy shit out there. It's, you know, it's, you could think a dude is lying, but you know, if when you really like hear these guys tell the story, it, it's crazy. And, you know, to, you know, see this stuff and, you know, this place where it's by the dark Canyon, which they call the layer of the skinwalker. Like there's, you know, there's some stories out there, um, more, more like Bigfoot stories and stuff, but you know, this could go back and, you know, people like missing from this, you know, area, the dark Canyon, you know, so many rabbit holes you could jump down with, like the missing 411 stuff with uh david Pleides, you know these people missing from national parks and stuff like i don't know man like what if all this stuff is connected in some way it it's crazy to think about but there's a lot of stuff in this world that we just don't understand and you know the government thinks that too obviously if they're putting all this money into this study of ufos um is nuts uh, but you know, that's, that's what I found on it. And it's, it's crazy how everything kind of is related to each other. I mean, this place, you could talk about places that are like big in UFOs, you know, like say like Arizona, you know, like you see a lot of UFOs out there. Um, you know, Bigfoot in the Midwest, but this place, Skinwalker Ranch has it all. Like it's got Bigfoot, it's got UFOs. It's got apparently the predator walking around too now. Like it, like I don't know. I, I wish I could go to a place where they see all this stuff in one. Like I'm into this shit. I'm into UFOs. I'm into Bigfoot. Like I want to see some orbs, man. You know, from a distance. I don't know, I don't know if I want to see the eight foot tall creature with no neck that grabs the outside of this portal and walks out of it. Um, but you know, maybe, maybe I would, um, I don't know. I don't think I'd want to see a skinwalker. I think that would be uh, a little scary, but you know, if you guys, you guys tell me what you think. I mean, this is what I think. I, I, this is what I, you know, my, my take on it is that there's stuff in this world that we can't explain. And, you know, there's always going to be from the beginning of time. There's stuff in this world that just we can't explain. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot out there that we need to explain. And, you know, it's, I think to me that this place could be, a, you know, it, it's surrounded by enough, you know, rocks and all this crazy Native American lore that, you know, maybe they knew this was a place that was kind of the, you know, the center point of this where the veil gets lifted and, you know, they can come in and out of this world or in and out of this dimension how they want. I don't know. They, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, it, it's hard to actually like come, come down on one point to say, oh yeah, it's this. Oh yeah, it's that. Like, you can't say that. I'm just saying, you know, that's the most logical explanation to me or, you know, people are, um, 
getting high off the radioactive fumes out there, but uh, to have these people all see the same stuff at once, you know, mass hallucination, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's might have happened before. It could happen again. You know, or um, all these people are full of shit, um, which could be too. You know, maybe I'm full of shit. I don't know. So, yeah, that's my take on Skidwalker Ranch. Um, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this. Sorry, you know, if it sucked at first. You know, this is my first attempt at this, so, you know, bear with me on this one. Um, the next one I'm going to do um, is going to be on military sightings of strange, weird monsters and strange UFOs, you know, during wartime. Um, I got into some information, this accounts of the, during the Vietnam War, these things called rock apes, which apparently that are these like huge apes that threw rocks at dudes and came after them, um, all the way down to like dog people, you know, seen way, way back in the day. Uh, these cynocephali, these, you know, upright, you know, cated people, basically, uh, like a dog man, a man's body and a dog head that people fought these things and seen them. So that's what I'm going to be diving into the next one. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, sorry if I said um a lot, uh, it's, oh damn it, I said it again, but thank you guys for listening and, um, I appreciate it. And yeah, share it with your friends. Um, I doing my best. Okay. Um, no, um, yeah, thanks guys. And, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.